Hello ladies, welcome to Sisters in Soul Food, where we dish up delicious helpings of biblical wisdom to nourish your soul and strengthen your walk with God. Today, we are diving into a story that might feel familiar, a story of fear whispering in the dark, threatening to drown out the light of faith. It's a story from 2 Kings, where a prophet's servant finds himself surrounded by an enemy army. His heart is pounding and he, he is feeling defeated. Can you relate? Have you ever felt like fear was the loudest voice in the room, drowning out the whispers of God's promises? But what if there was more to the story? What if amidst the shadows and in the wilderness, there is an army of angels that we can't see? Chariots of fire blazing a path through our anxieties. Today, we are going to open our spiritual eyes and unpack the power of a verse that will crack open our fears and let faith store, soar. We are talking about 2 Kings 6, 15 through 17, where the prophet Elisha, calm as a summer breeze, makes a bold statement. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Wow, can you imagine having that kind of unshakable certainty, that kind of unmovable faith even even when all logic screams, danger, get out, go the other way. So grab your journals, ladies, and settle in for a soul-stirring conversation. We're going to dissect this verse, uncovering practical ways to cultivate that Elisha-level faith, even when storms are raging in our life. We'll talk about prayer strategies, identifying the weapons of faith and gratitude, and action steps we can take to see beyond our fear and embrace, embrace the fierce, protective love of God. Are you ready? Let's start by unpacking the mighty words of Elisha in 2 Kings 6, 15-17. Now here's the scene. The servant's eyes are wide with fear and terror. He's staring around and all he sees is the enemy's army surrounding the city. Fear, it is a primal thing, ladies. It can burrow deep and make us forget that there's another side to the story. But the prophet Elisha, he doesn't just see the enemy army, he also sees a celestial cavalry an army of angels, vast, mighty, that is covering the hills. Now, when Elisha says, those who are with us are more than those who are with them, he is throwing down a faith gauntlet, making a battle cry that echoes through the ages. What Elisha is saying is, okay, fear, you may have teeth and you even may have claws, but you are barking up the wrong tree. We, we have got the King of Kings on our side and his army 
makes yours look like a pack of kittens playing with yarn. That's the contrast we need to, to grasp, ladies. That servant's fear, it was driven by what his eyes saw only as an earthly threat. While Elisha faith-based vision, it pierced the veil and it saw the heavenly reinforcements. And that's the key. We can choose which lens we want to wear and see through. We can either let faith, let fear, I'm sorry, shrink our world down to a cramped cage of worry, or we can put on the glasses of faith and see the vastness of God's protection surrounding us. So how do we identify the greater ones on our side? It's not about looking for shimmery angels with wings flying or fiery chariots, but although, hey, that would be cool, it's something different than that, something more realistic. It's about recognizing the whispers of peace that cut through the chaos in our lives, the unexpected kindnesses that show up just when we need them the most, the inexplicable strength that rises within us when we are facing what seems like a seemingly insurmountable challenge. Those, my sisters, those are fingerprints of God's army, his invisible battalions fighting for our victory. And when we realize this, we can truly grasp the immense power on our side. Hey, it shifts everything. Fear starts to feel just like a, a pesky fly buzzing around our heads that can easily be swatted away. We gain the courage to face whatever comes our way, knowing that even, even in the darkest valley, we are never alone. Now let's turn our attention to the arsenal we can wield against fear. Those faith-forged weapons that can transform panic into power. First off, let's acknowledge that fear is real. Yeah, it has a voice and it loves to shout loud, telling lies about our inadequacies and helplessness. But here's the thing. We don't have to give it the microphone. We have our own weapons, hones on the anvil of faith and sharpened by the fire of God's love. Let's begin talking about prayer. Prayer is like our direct line to the commander in chief of the heavenly army. When fear starts barking, all we have to do is pick up the celestial phone and say, God, there's a little squirmish going on down here. Can you send me some reinforcements, please? And he does, sisters. He does. Every single time. Maybe not in the way we expect, but his peace washes over us. His courage, it gives us strength, and his wisdom guides our steps. Next, we have scriptures in that divinely inspired battle manual, our Bible. When the enemy of fear throws darts of doubt, we can grab our shields of scripture and deflect them with verses like Psalm 27.1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. 
Humshalafir, the word, it becomes our anchor, our steady rock in the storm. Another secret weapon we have, ladies, is gratitude. We can fight fear with gratitude. When we count our blessings, blessings, even the smallest ones, the shadows shrink and the light expands. We remember that even in the midst of our anxieties, God's goodness is everywhere. The sunrise painting the sky, the laughter of a loved one, the unexpected kindness of a stranger. Gratitude reminds us that we're not alone, that we are surrounded by his love, and that, that is enough to make any fear tremble. And finally, not, let us not forget the power of action. Fear loves paralysis, but faith, it thrives on movement. So even in the face of our anxieties and our fears, all we need to do is take a step, make a call, or plant a seed of hope. If we act on our faith, not because we're fearless, but because we trust in the one who, who holds our fears in his hands, faith will have to flee. My challenge to you, sis, is to grab your journals when you have time and just take a moment to think and create a gratitude list. It's a testament to God's faithfulness in your life. As you write, let the fear shrink beneath the weight of his love and let your faith rise like a phoenix from ashes to of anxiety. Now, how can we have our own Elisha moments? Well, remember, fear wants us to stay small, to play it safe within the walls of our comfort zones. But faith, faith is saying, go big, girl. Step into the fire of your dreams. Trust the wings of God to carry you. So what does your Elisha moment look like? Is it finally having a conversation you've been dreading? Is it pursuing a dream that feels seemingly impossible? Or is it simply choosing to trust God in the face of an uncertain future? Whatever it is, take that first step. Even if it's a tiny one, remember Faith isn't about being fearless. It's about trusting God. Whatever it is, the call to action is the same as like as we talked about in last week's episode. Step out of that boat, walk on the water, and trust that faith is the only life jacket you will ever need. And here's the beautiful thing. You don't have to do it alone. We're all in this together, a sisterhood of warriors armed with faith and fueled by God's love. Let's lean on one another, share our fears and our victories, and let our collective courage be a beacon of light against the darkness. Remember, ladies, yeah, Elisha's servant saw only the enemy, but Elisha, 
he saw that there was something else. There was another side of the story because he was looking through spiritual eyes. My question to you is, what lens will you choose? Will you let fear shrink your world? Or will you put on the glasses of faith and see the vastness of God's possibilities? I encourage you, choose faith, choose courage, choose action. Take your own Elisha moment and watch the fire of your faith light up the world. Here are some practical steps to help you take action. One, identify your fear. We've already talked about it being a primal thing and that it's real. Let's name it, acknowledge it, but don't let it lurk in the shadows. You can write it down, scream into a void if you need to, but I beg you, don't let it control you. Number two, replace fear with faith. Remember the greater ones we talked about that's on our side, that invisible army of angels, that unwavering presence of God? Repeat his promises to yourself. Let his love wash over you and feel the fear begin to melt away. Number three, take one step. It doesn't have to be a giant leap, just a small courageous step towards your goals. Make that phone call, send that email, start that business. Action, action is the antidote to fear and even the smallest step can be a victory. Number four, trust the process. <laughs> we all know God rarely, if ever, works on our timeline. Yes, there will be twists and turns. Yes, there will be setbacks and challenges, but trust that God is guiding you, shaping you, and preparing you for something bigger. Number five, celebrate your victories. No matter how small you think they are, acknowledge your process. Did you have that conversation? Did you start that business even if it meant just coming up with a business name? Did you simply choose faith over fear for a moment? Celebrate it, sis. Every step forward is a victory and every victory fuels your courage for the next. Like I talked about before, you are not alone. We are on this journey together. Let's show the world what it means to be women of faith, women who rise above fear and embrace the boundless possibilities that come with trusting in God. Now go forth, sisters, and be Elisha in your own story. Let your faith be your chariot, your courage, your weapon, and your love, let that be your shield. And remember, we're always here for you, for you, cheering you on every step of the way. Before I close, I would like to take a moment to pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us that we are never alone. Thank you, God, for the weapons of faith 
you have placed in our hands. Give us the courage to step out of our comfort zones and into your will, your purpose for our lives. Fill us with your fire, God, so that we can shine brightly and dispel the, the darkness of fear. In your precious son name we pray, amen. Again, my name is Shay Jackson and thank you for joining Sisters in Soul Food where we dish up wisdom and encouragement one verse at a time. Remember ladies, you are strong, you are loved, and you are never alone. Until next time, go forth and conquer your fears one faith-fueled step at a time. Now, if you're feeling a little lighter after this soul food fix, tell your sisters and your friends, anyone you know who needs a dose of hope and faith. Share this episode on your social media and spread the word about Sisters and Soul Food. Let's create a whole community of women walking this faith journey together. Lastly, mark your calendars. I will be dropping a brand new episode of Sisters and Soul Food next Wednesday at 12.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until next time, be blessed. I will talk to you later.